Hi guys and welcome to another episode of Heart Matters with Paula Wale as your host. So um, I hope you are enjoying Christmas and you are eating your rice and your chicken and preparing for the new year ahead. Okay, so basically we have a lot of concepts for you today as usual. Okay, so we have two interviews, we are conducting two interviews with two amazing personalities. One from Zimbabwe and one from Nigeria. Yeah, so our topic today is the importance of child training in times like this. The importance of child training in times like this. Okay, so this topic, I don't want you to see that it's just for the parents, you know. It's for the parents, the children, as well as for the common parents. You know, the parents need to know this, the children need to know this, and those that will be the parents when our parents are gone, what I'm trying to say, the youths, the young adults that will be parents to the upcoming children should also know this. So I hope you learn from this video, sorry, audio, <laughs> this episode and you uh, gain knowledge. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for following. God bless you. Guys, having to talk to our listeners about child training and um, its importance in 21st century, we would love to know you properly. By the way, my name is Jayola Gideon Kolawoli, and I'm the anchor of Fast Matters Show. So, can we know you properly, Ma? Nice to meet you, Mr. Enko. My name is Emma Aislander. I'm a young girl from Zimbabwe, and I'll be your guest speaker of today. I'm a writer and also a poet, sometimes a life coach. Hope my uh, presence will be of great use today. Yeah, it's nice having you on the show today. So now let's just move into the question without no further delay. So, okay, so the first question we have here is that, um, you know, we already know that um, in different homes there are different ways um, to train a child. And um, this is the reason why we have different type of people or kinds of people in the outside world today because they say charity begins at home first. So, um, you know, um, the way we are brought up is different from the way I was brought up. So I want you to tell our listeners today, like, what does child training really mean? Can you expand on what child training really means? Because child training is more than just um, correcting a child and um, beating the child when it does wrong. What is child training? Child training is all about impacting values and principles. Okay, so um, according to my understanding, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to beat up your child as a means of correcting them. There are other ways um, of training a child to be um, what you want them to be in the future. Okay, so um, you can teach your child um, about certain things in life and also you as a person as a parent you have to lead by example you know so if you want your child to do right by uh by someone as a matter of friends they say uh, in my country there is this saying that says um you for you straighten it while it's still wet 
which means that um, you take care of the child or you teach a child um, or rather train a child when the child is still young or still small right because um you can't say you can't like um go and teach your son or daughter not to go around beating people or beating friends or go around hitting friends when it is the thing that you do at home or not to go around shouting and insulting people when this is the thing that you teach them at home because children actually they don't actually um take words as a means of um teaching or as a means of correction they take what you do as a means of um understanding what life is all about you know so in other words if you think that um teaching up teaching or training up your child is only beating or you beat your child as a means of correction at times you have to analyze the situation and see as to what you're actually dealing with because you can't uh just beat a child just because we found them um, stealing sugar. No, that's so upset. Cause in that in that manner of um, just beating them just because of one small mistake, instead of analyzing the situation and talking to them and sitting them down and talking to them and telling them the mistake that they had done um, when they were stealing the sugar, you resorted to hitting them. So that uh, that kind of thing it grows up in the child's mind. You know, that um, the only way to resolve a situation is through violence. You know, and the child sometimes grows numb to that pain, to that beating, and they resort to what to much bigger things. So the only thing that I must advise you, like um, as parents, when um, raising a child or training them, like practice what you preach before you tell them to do anything. You too do it, and also don't resort to um, beating or hitting a child as a means of correction. You know, analyze the situation first before you beat a child. Because in this 21st century, um, children mostly understand things in a manner of uh, in a manner of mistakes. You have to sit them down and make them see the reason instead of beating them first. Mm, that was a very deep and insightful answer. Wow. Thank you so much for the answer. So, okay, moving on to the next question. So, um, there are some things that um, parents are supposed to um, teach their children or child. Even the Bible confirms this to train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he should not depart from it. So, it is the responsibility of the parents to teach the children these things so they can go with it. So, an example of this um, parents, example of this parents' responsibility over the children is teaching them about sex education. But then, some parents don't um, know about this. You know, they give excuses that. Um, they, they don't do it, uh, they um, just give excuses that uh, they have not been doing it. So why do you think this is so? Why do you think parents don't teach their children about sex education, which is very, very important? Actually, I've also thought about the question too, you know. <laughs> I, for one, my mother actually started talking about sex, maybe let's say I was maybe at the age of 15. And by that age, to be honest, like some of my peers had already started having boyfriends and stuff that I cannot say, you know. Um, 
and her excuse was you were still too young to understand um, the concept but I don't think like that for me that was just um, a lame excuse which of course I didn't tell her that it was lame by the time but now I actually did tell her um, that it was actually a lame idea because it was a lame excuse because um, in those 15 years you know I would have been raped you know I would have been assaulted at school or anywhere in those 15 years but if she had told me about sex education like um, in a childish manner, maybe even let's say maybe around the ages of five, because a child, a four-year-old, can actually understand as to what you're saying. And they can actually um, understand what you're doing. So they they actually um, adapt to those things. So a four a four-year-old can be raped and be taught that um, don't say anything, this is this and that. And then you go up, grow up, and then like maybe let's say um, nine years later. Your mother actually um, comes to you and tells you about this, this, and that. And you say, oh, but someone did this, 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 and that uh, when I was that. And imagine, like, you be, when that person have raped you or assaulted you, you would have been a changed person by the time. And, of course, not everyone is going to um, realize or notice that because you're still a child, right? So they will take that as a note of a child growing. You know, they don't actually um, look at the aspect of change. They just change. They just, they just look at it as an okay, fine. The child is growing. That's just a change. No, never need a change of behavior. So according to me, in my understanding, even if you if you say a child um, reaching five years old, you need to teach a child about sex education. Because in this era that we're actually in, you can find twelve-year-olds raping people. Twelve-year-olds. What do they learn that? And the fact of the matter is that um, at home, the parent wouldn't even taught them about sex education. But they have phones, right? They have phones, they have access to social media. They watch videos, they view things, they research, they do this, this and that. That, um, that um, means of um, social media is also a, a, a toxic thing in the matters of child, um, child growth, you know? So... If you look at uh, sex education and other relatable things, I would advise parents. There are excuses of saying that this person is still too young. No, that's just a lame excuse. Because your daughter can be raped, your son can be raped, but they're going to keep quiet because they don't know as to what that person is doing is actually a wrong thing or is bad. Why? Because you did not teach them that, you know? So they're actually going to find that... Um, that's something actually a normal thing and even your 12 year old can rap someone you know why because you didn't tell me that it was wrong i saw it happening i saw it happening on social media i saw it on that website you know things like that so please do teach your kids about uh, sex education and stuff because you know in doing so you do prevent a lot of stuff a four-year-old understands a five-year-old does understand but you when you teach them you do teach them at a, a certain age that which they can understand for their own age you know you don't just go overboard you know you tell child, okay fine when t- somebody does this and that you come and tell me this is wrong you know something like that okay so moving on to the next question this is a two-in-one question i'll meet you to question in one so um just like i said there are different parents have different methods of training a child for example some parents 
Okay, a parent might believe in beating as correcting the child while another parent might believe in talking to the child. But on the part of the child, they might feel that their parents are just being um, they are just being wicked, not doing that. They are grooming their future. They are grooming them for the future. So what what then can we consider as the right to, to train a child and how without uh, the child feeling somehow? And the second question, can you briefly tell us the importance of child training? Because it's funny that um, some parents don't know about it. <laughs> Okay, uh, um, in terms of the child's feelings, uh, well, for me, I think I can put it like this. Both terms are actually fit to train and teach a child, but they are not always necessary. Both of them are not always necessary, okay? Um, at times, you have to build a child to show them the right path. path. But then at times, you have to resort to means of communication, right? Because you might find that a child um, is going outside and doing uh, vagabond drug things <laughs> because of the issues going on at home, right? So um, in, in that in that in that uh, in that manner, you know, you have to actually introspect the situation and think as a parent as to why your own child to do something like this. Because as a parent, they think that you teach your child. I guess no parents because they're teaching their child to go around beating people, you know, <laughs> something like that. So if you find your child doing that, um, especially when the situation is that at home, you don't do that. You you have to ask and you have to communicate with your child and ask them questions that should, uh, that make them comfortable in a situation so that they can tell you the truth about what's going on in their life, right? Um, let's say let's take um, fifteen year olds for example. You know, there are there are some of them who join gangs. There are some of them who take drugs. Who take drugs, right? Uh, of course, sometimes due to peer pressure, but that peer pressure doesn't come alone. Be honest. Peer pressure doesn't come alone. It honestly comes with um, some problems and, and you know stress and issues in a person's life. You don't actually just cap to something just because it just it just came uh, in front of you. No, it takes time for you to cap to that particular something. So you have to communicate. You have to beat your child. At some point, not always, because both of these two are toxic. If you do the other and leave the other, then there will be a problem. If you do the other and then leave the other, then there will be a problem. So you have to weigh your situations and then see as to what the problem is. And it has feelings, yeah, you know, children don't, just don't do anything just uh, for the fun of it. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Um, because you find a two-year-old, not even a two-year-old, let's say a five-year-old, um, beating people out or hitting her friends, why exactly would she do that when actually <laughs> at home you tell her not to? My point is maybe because at home that is what you are teaching her by doing. That is what you do at home whenever she messes up, right? So. Your words of saying, um, don't beat up your friends, 
are just um they just pass by because that is not what you actually are teaching her in terms of understanding that is what you are telling her to do but not what you are teaching her to do you see so both terms yeah a child has emotions but they do understand certain situations i for one yeah i used to steal a lot when i was a child you know but not because i wanted to at some point i used to do it because i knew that if i asked for the money um it was school money i wouldn't be given that money so something like that but then um somebody told me not to do it because i was being raised by somebody who was not my uh my mother or my father you know so that those kind of situations are they actually and they actually ruin a child's mental state you know you don't even words ruin a child's mental state and also violence does ruin a child's mental state you know they might they might resort to violence they might get suicidal thoughts to words they might think and myth of themselves so you have to weigh the situation especially in this century in this era children i don't know as to how uh, the world is changing but um, you might um, look at the words of the bible and teaching his children about the bible and looking and telling them to look at the ten commandments in my church they used to make us cram those ten commandments i think from uh from first grade yeah i even know them you know so that when you do something you just go to your child and say read that commandment what does it say you know something like that okay so moving on to the last question before we call it a wrap on the show yeah uh, honestly i really um, learned a lot from everything you said and i know our um, listeners out there we get to also learn something from everything i've said so the last question is um you know most parents know about sex education but um only a few know about its importance and not to worry about it so hence the reason for child molestation and rape in our society so can you tell us the importance of um child uh, sorry sex education not child sex education and how to teach it to the children I know I've been talking about importance, importance, importance of this year. So I please tell us about the importance of sex education and how to teach sex education to the children. And you actually are right, you know, because these excuses, uh, you know, are the, are, they are the sole um, beholders of um, Satan's sexual abuses in our community and in our era as a whole right because you you actually as a you as a parent say i don't want my child to grow up knowing about sex she's still too young to understand about sex <laughs> that is your parent instinct talking but that is not what the man who stays across your street thinks about your daughter right for him she's just a prey she, he will go he will go around you know molest her assault her rape her whereas you didn't teach your daughter about 
sex education you didn't teach her even the, the simplest things or the smallest things of just saying my daughter when a man does this or when a woman does this or when someone does this to you come and tell me no matter what they tell you you couldn't do that much of a simple thing and that simple statement could cost your daughter's life and it could cost her her future because especially for a child of course the child doesn't know that there's the that they think that this person is doing is actually wrong but it does stick to the brain it does stick to the mind you know it actually changes a person no matter how young how old you are rap does change a person at some point in their life you know and as a child the, the parents would just say oh okay like i said before you can rap me now when I'm four years, and then nine years later, that's when my mother actually decides to teach me about sex education. And I've already been raped before, you know. I changed, but now I come up, actually, I'm coming to learn. But okay, fine. So this thing is that, and then, you know, the instincts kick in. I might kill myself, I might even do something worse, I might change even more, you know. And actually, the, the will to tell you that something like this happened to me, like, years ago it actually won't be the crazy you couldn't teach me or couldn't tell me when actually i actually needed those that, that statement you know like i said there's social media you know as a parent you don't teach yourself your child about sex education saying that my child is still too young but then you give them a phone you give them the internet they have friends they make friends who are much older than them they meet people online what exactly do you expect from that you know that is why we find people who are raping um, 10-year-olds, 12-year-olds also who are raping 13-year-olds, you know, things like that. Just simple stuff. Teaching a child about sex education doesn't suddenly mean that you have to take a, a, um, a video or watch the, or make them watch um, sex scenes on a television. No, you, just, you can just say, my daughter, my son, do this, 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 and that. When someone does this, you come and tell me. When you hear someone saying this, you come and tell me. Just simplest stuff can solve your child's life, you know. Um, yeah, that's all I can say. You know, just teach your, your son, teach your daughter. Don't let them be exploited to things that they know nothing about and then go up and up doing something bad like raping and assaulting people or only having to creep secrets all their lives, you know, or having to kill themselves because of something that they couldn't actually voice out, you know. So, yeah. Wow, 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 wow. This was an amazing session with you. I really learned a lot, and I'm sure our listeners out there learned a lot as well. I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just excited and happy because the, the, what you taught is um, something that can change a parent's mentality out there. Thank you so, so much. So from DWD, we say big thank you to you, and we also love to give you a certificate of appreciation. So for what you just did, thank you very much. So um, before we go, it's our customer did the video to um, ask our guest a special question. So now see, your special question is so simple. So oh um, okay, and um, this is it. I know um, we all have our past, and we all have times when um, we. Did 
didn't want something to happen, but eventually happened. So if you had the power to go back to the past and correct just one thing, what would that be and why? Well, um, if I if I could go back to the past and change one thing, well. It would um, bring back my father. Yeah. Because he taught me a lot. Like, he's the person, he's the reason why I became what I am today. If not because of him, maybe I would have been one of those teenagers today who have fatherless, who have countless fatherless children. I would have been one of those people who go around doing drugs, who go around being part of gangs. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be who I am today. Like, he gave me the strength to be, gave me the strength to believe in myself, you know, to not let other people's teachings, to not let other people's words haunt me. Like, he made me what I am. So, yeah, I guess it will bring him back because, like, he's the best thing that has ever happened to me, you know. I guess I inherited his genes when it comes to <laughs> motivation. <laughs> Cause yeah, that man, yeah, I think it would be that because I'm really, really grateful. He taught me a lot. I am what I am today because of him. And thank you, thank you, thank you very much for having me today, guys. Thank you. And I hope you learn a lot from, you learn a lot from what I said. And also, I think I did learn from what I was saying too, because some of the things that Richie said um, are not that they were not actually the things that which I would have looked at. Your questions really helped me, so thank you. Okay, so thank you so much, Miss Tamara, for making our time to be with us at, at Matar Show. So, to our listeners out there, I'm sure you learned a lot from our guests, and I'm sure you. You can't wait to go into the practicals and um, and um, make amends to the things you haven't been doing. So, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for always following us. Thank you so much. And don't forget to like, share our post on social media. Follow us on Instagram, dw underscore media one. On Facebook, it's dw media. Thank you so, so much. God bless you. See you at the top. Okay, so good day, Dr. Mercy. It's nice having you on the show today. Anyway, my name is Jayola Gidonkolaoli, and I'm the host and anchor at Matas Show. The show for everyone when we talk about different things in society. So now moving on, um, we want you to introduce yourself. Our listeners don't know you, so they want to know you. So, so can you introduce yourself to our listeners out there? Okay, good morning. My name is Ajivade Elijah Adesomi. I'm a relationship counselor, and I also go by the name Dr. Mercy. Okay, it's nice to meet you, sir. Okay, so let's move on to the questions. 
career for yourself. So the first question, although I've already asked the first guest already, I also feel there's a need to ask you. So um, um, you know what child training is? Everybody knows what it is, so there's no need to just go into it. So. Um, just briefly, can you please uh, tell us the importance of child training? Because it's funny that some twenty percent of parents don't know about it at all. So, can you briefly tell us about the importance of child training? All right, all right. Child training is very important because even the holy books confirm that we should train our child in a way they will follow or they should follow so that when they grow up it won't they won't depart from it and there's another passage of the scriptures that says that uh, in the chest of the young ones there's this madness in them i can't put it word for word so in the in, in the chest of the young ones there's madness in them the only thing that comes scatter those madness is when you uh, when you beat or when you chastise such child. So that is also telling us the importance of child training. All right. So and the reason why we have so many untrained children in our society is because most 21st century they themselves are not well trained. They are still under the knowledge of their home parents. Maybe. So many of them give birth to these children as a result of premarital sex or unwanted pregnancies. So, which leave our society with so many untrained children. Now, when we have untrained children, it affects our societies in a lot of negative ways. It affects our society, it affects anywhere the child or the children find he himself or themselves and it's also then the image of where of where such child or children came from so when you have some criminal heart the first thing that comes to your mind is the first thing that comes to your mind is who are those involved in such are these humans are they humans or they are something else? And the next question that comes to my mind, don't they have parents if that is if they are child, like if they are still a youth or something? So that's the first thing that comes to our mind before you even think about the government. And there, there, this man of God has said something, Apostle Joshua Selman, he said that every, every children come from a particular house. He said the president come from a home, the governor come from a home, the doctors come from a home. And also the old norms, the thugs, the terrorists also come from a particular parent. So in my own view, I see like parents are the first teacher. Parents are the first teachers of a child. They are the first tutor, tutor they are the first mentor. And they have a sole responsibility in looking after any children or any child. So the the responsibility is subtle more on the parent than the 
so-called teachers in school or pastors in churches or imam or anafa or something so there is this importance there is this responsibility that is being expected of the of the parent to look after the children and one of the most important thing for a parent to do is to train a child in a good manner a good way a good spoken words how to relate with people tell such child how to treat people and all that so it is the responsibility of the parent in fact if you have a train if you train your child or your children if you yourself as a parent you have the rest of mind in your whole age because when you see something happening over there you'll be like no my children cannot be there there's some things that when you hear that it happened in school or in somewhere you will have this piece of mind my children cannot be there because you know what you have impacted in your children so it gives you peace of mind and and the rest of mind as well so the importance of child training cannot be underrated and that's the reason why because we have so many untrained children now nah, that's why we have our society being messed up to this extent our society has been messed up like to be told our society has been messed up so we need our parents to buckle up and god is helping them as well to look after these people these children this child and at least impart in them the right the right thing the right way to do so it's very very important to train our children okay so that was a nice answer there yeah so i will to the next and the last question before we call it a wrap okay so um uh, most parents know about sex education but only a few like a few know about its importance and how to even teach their children how to go about it so that's why we have a rape and child molestation in our society today because the children out there don't know about sex education which they ought to know so can you please tell us the importance of sex education and how to teach it to the children and what we can be taught to the children Talking about uh, sex education, in fact, sex education is actually the, 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 the mother or the bedrock of having trained child or untrained child. Yeah, it's the bedrock of having trained child or untrained child because you give her to a, 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 your, your child, sorry, if you give her to a child and you equip him or her the right thing, the right knowledge about sex education, about sex, this is being done, this is when it should be done, this is how it should be done, then I don't think such child will go on to have an unwanted pregnancy. I don't think so. I don't expect that to happen if that child practice what he or she has been taught. Anyway, but we call it sex education. The irony is that most parents are not even educated. Okay, most parents of these people that uh, that affect our society today, most parents of these people that affect our society today, 
most of them are not well educated so it is sex education so it takes an educated person somebody to impart education to another person so and he, that, 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 that's where the, the thought is coming from and also and also uh sex education in some part of the country in some part of uh, because of some culture they see it as something as a taboo <clears throat> that you should not involve little children in sex education they believe that you are teaching them wrong things and, and, and all that but i can i can remember when i was growing up there was this particular time i went to the stream to get some water so i wore a very uh signet like a short signet underwear and uh, a boxer so why coming i was like i i met a female family friend a female family friend so she she's way too older than me so you know the water has poured on my on my chest to my nipples were were revealed like i noticed the others older sister was trying to was touching my uh, nipples i don't even know what it's all about like i don't know so when i got home i told my mom about it and it was like she was just playing with me and all that well when i was growing until i now grow up i see the importance and the reasons and all that so there are so many parents like that like that many parents overlook things when it comes to sexual act Many parents overlook things. You don't call this thing. Uh, they even reverse to our pennies as uh, uh, Toto or Kokoro. And that is that is not the right way to impart knowledge on children. And this thing is this. It is used for this particular thing at this point in time. And when you want to use it, if this is this, you can do it this way. Parents will sit it's only few parents that sit kids down and tell them those things. We just because so many parents believe that no, no, you are too young for this. Sex education is very, very important as it will prevent us from having a wanted pregnancy. Number one, it will prevent us from having this sexual harassment that is rampant in the society today, and it will also prevent us from having. These, uh, 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 these people that terrorize our society. So, sex education is very, very important. It's very, very important. I think parents should go away to try and do a lot of justice to teaching their children about sex education, about sex, what sex is all about, when sex, how sex should be practiced. How sex should be practiced, and uh, when these people is making this kind of advancements to you, this is what you should do. This is what you should do. If you want to, if you want to have sex, if you want to have sex, this is what you should do. If you must have sex, this is what you should do. This is what you should do. I think parents should try as much as possible to do to to do so many justice on this act. Is this little girl that got uh, molested by, by, by an old 
older person in my environment and what the little girl would say was that she she she's used to the man playing with her private parts and he was enjoy, she, she was she used to enjoy it anytime he do that so so many at times he go to the man to do the same thing so you can see that such girl short girl is she's not properly oriented I think if she's properly orientated, probably such acts will not happen. So our parents should try as much as possible to take care of this particular something. Because I believe that child training also boils down to sex education. In fact, is a major part, is a major aspect in child training. Yeah, sex education is a major part in child training before any other things follows. So parents should at least see you see you um what's it called um make people make children see how sex is the true color of sex the true image sex represents and what sex can do in the life of someone so when that is happened and how it should be done if you must have sex you must be protected you must do this you must do that you must trust the like those kind of thoughts should be engaged. But the thing is, so many children are not even friendly with their parents. When I was in school, there is this female friend that told me that she don't used to talk to her parents, her mom, because she see her mom as, uh, as, 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 as something else. Like she don't feel free when her mom is around and all that. Parents, you try to be friendly with your children so that that is when they can talk to them. That's when you can discuss to them, this is what is going on, this is what is happening. So, I think parents should do so much, so, should, 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 should spend so much time dealing with this particular topic. It goes a long way, it goes a long way, as we help our society as well. Wow, wow, wow. I really enjoyed the show, actually. And I'm sure parents and listeners out there also did the same thing thank you so much sir for making our time to speak with us on this amazing vast topic god bless you sir really appreciate so um as it's a custom on video we give out certificates to our guests for what they did for honoring our invitation and um it's just a talking so thank you sir for coming god bless you so and to the listeners out there i hope you have heard what our listen our our um, guest speaker said and i hope you learned something see you next time same station god bless you and don't forget to like and share and follow our social media handles at tw at tw underscore media one on instagram and on facebook tw media thank you very much for listening god bless you see you at the top